Welcome to the Lab Rats Podcast. You are now entering the maze. So you remember that uh, eating healthy on a budget episode that we did like a month back? Yeah. Yeah, we did uh, a week. We tried to eat on a $30 budget a week per person. Yeah. And like we tried to eat like a nutrient dense diet for, for that amount. Mm-hmm. Well, the executive director of the nonprofit that I work with, Families Forward Charlotte, she heard it and she asked if I would do a workshop for the families in our program who like most of them are on SNAP benefits. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she asked if I would lead a workshop on oh, how nice. to eat healthy on a budget. Cool. So is it, are you going to yeah. basically go like through the episode, hit on hit on all those same points or are you going to present it differently? Yeah, I'm, I probably need to pr- present it differently because I don't want to. I don't want it to be like a biology lesson. I think it, it is important that I touch on like some basics of nutrition, but I mean, nobody's really interested in that. What I really want to focus on is like how eating a nutrient dense diet can make you feel better and give you more energy. Because a lot of them, I mean, work multiple jobs, they have kids, they're they're busy, and um, I don't want to just sit and talk about hey, sugar is bad for you. I mean, that's not going to do any mm-hmm. good. So. Right. I want to talk about, you know, hey, eating protein, vegetables, fruit, all these things can, you know, more whole foods diet can just make you, you'll, you'll give, get more energy. You'll feel better to go about your day. So that's, mm-hmm. that's the approach I'm going to take. And then I'm thinking about maybe even doing like giving some meal templates. Um, I, I'm thinking about doing like a cooking demonstration, like while I'm presenting kind of cutting away and doing like, Hey, here, here's, you can throw in a few vegetables some meat in a pot. Oh yeah. Show them how to season it differently and things like that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to make like a good healthy meal. Like they're used to their, you know, microwave pizza and whatnot. And when they eat, like when they try to make a good meal, it's just like they throw veggies and meat together and they they don't know how to make it. People who haven't been like cooking themselves for quite a while. So I think if you like demonstrated and made them a good meal, like gave it to them to like eat, then they'd yeah. be impressed with like how good you can actually make make a real food. So that's yeah. a good idea. I wish I wish I could give them the food, but it's going to be virtual, which uh, is going to be even okay. more difficult. But yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm a little nervous about cool. it because I've never yeah. done anything like that before. But it'll be fun. That's cool. All right, uh, let's let's uh, get into it here. Now, when you do what you love, whether that's running, uh, crossfitting hiking, rock climbing, whatever that is, uh, you want to be able to do it for life. And like I said last time, the problem is with this is a lot of people don't have the information they need to make the right decisions about how to do those things for the, the long term. And that's where our friends at Inside Tracker can help. Uh, Inside Tracker has a whole team of scientists in aging, genetics, biometrics, and they take your body, your uh, your blood, your DNA, your fitness activity, and they can give you a real clear picture of what's going on inside your body so you can make you know, better decisions about um, diet and lifestyle that will allow you to do those activities for life. And best of all, Bill Gates endorses Inside Tracker. So I don't know what more you need. I can probably end the ad right there. And Bill needs some validation right now. So do him a favor, take his advice and use Inside Tracker. Um, that was a joke. <laughs> we'll probably lose our sponsorship because of that. But that was a joke. Bill Gates has n- nothing to do with Inside Tracker, but he should because it's awesome. Like I said, they look at your blood work, DNA, all this stuff. And like the information you get is actually useful. So I did this and I found out like one of the things that I found out was that 
I was low in magnesium. I didn't know that I was supplementing pretty regularly, but I had to up my magnesium and I'm going to get the test next quarter so I can see how, you know, my supplementation is working. You can order your test online. They have several different plans with different tests, different price points. You can even have somebody come to your house to do a mobile blood draw. They'll take your blood and Bill's microchip will be activated in a matter of minutes. Wait, I don't think I, I don't think I'm supposed to say that. I'll, I'll cut that out. And within a few weeks, you have a wealth of knowledge to make better decisions about your health, wellness, and performance. And for a limited time, you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Go to insidetracker.com slash lab rats. Um, again, like this is, this really is like a cool test. I refer back to my online portal with all my results all the time. Like I said, I plan to do it quarterly and just get these things updated. So check it out, insidetracker.com slash lab rats. All right, let us dive into the episode. So today we are talking about one of the most hype supplements out there. This is really, I mean, just skyrocketed in popularity over the past, I don't know, five, 10 years maybe. And this is collagen. So collagen, you probably have seen this on the on the store shelves. The most common brand is, I think, probably Vital Proteins. It's like in a blue container, um, but it's it's collagen. It's a powder protein essentially. But it's not like it's not like whey protein. It's not like you take it for the protein. You take it for other benefits. But to back up and just kind of clarify what collagen is, collagen is the most abundant protein found in the body. About a third of all the protein in the body is collagen. And collagen is, it's kind of, it's called the glue essentially that holds everything together in the body. It's really like the building block for things like skin, bone, muscles, uh, tendons, and ligaments. And uh, yeah, it's the glue that holds all this together is kind of what it's referred to as. And there are multiple different types of this. There's over a dozen types of collagen found in the body. But when it comes to supplement form, there are only five different types of supplements that you can, of, of types of collagen. And it's, it's just called type one, type two, type three, type four, type five. Now, um, when, when the, the ones you see in the store though, typically like type four and five are not that common. There just isn't much of this found in the body. So it's rarely seen in supplements, but sometimes you'll find like a blend with all type, all five types of collagen, though that's pretty rare. When it comes to like the supplements you see, so like the vital protein supplement, 95% of those collagen supplements are a type one collagen, or sometimes it's like a, a blend of type one and type three. Um, so type one and three are the most common. And then type two is also somewhat common in supplement form, though that's a little bit harder to find. So basically when it comes to supplements, type one, two, and three are kind of the, the ones you want to focus on. And now what's the difference, you know, between those that they, they aren't exactly the same. They do have some different, uh, stated benefits. For example, type one collagen is typically found in the skin, bones, and tendons, and some other connective tissue. And this makes up about 90% of the collagen in our body is this type one collagen. Um, this is really probably of the three, of, of all the collagen type one is really the one that we should be focusing on when it comes to supplementing. But then there's type two and three. Type two is a little bit different. This is basically what a cartilage is made of. So type ones, bones, tendons, and skin type two is cartilage. And then type three is basically found alongside type one collagen. So it's 
um, kind of in the blood, blood in the blood vessels. It's within the skin and bones. It's just typically paired with type one collagen. So that's why you kind of see a blend of type one and type three in supplement form. So all that to say is that just throughout this episode, when we when we use the term collagen, we're typically referring to type one collagen. It's the most common type. And it's it's what's found in our skin, bones, and tendons, which is kind of the benefits you hear about collagen when you when you talk about it. So that's kind of a quick rundown on what it is. Um, and you want to give a, a little bit more background on exactly kind of the protein aspect of collagen? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to briefly touch on this because it does. We will get into it later, but collagen is a, is a protein and it's made up of um, primarily two amino acids, glycine and proline. Glycine, you've probably heard about, and maybe you've heard about the importance of that and, uh, and how you get that from bone broth, which which I'll get into. So glycine and, and proline, proline, I mean, both of these are found in animal products like proline. It would be in like bones, connective tissue, egg whites. I think there is some proline in cabbage and soy. And then there's glycine, which is, again, high in, in bones from animals, cartilage, skin of animals, uh, like fish. You get a little in fish and like the small bones in fish. Now, they're considered non-essential because our body does produce them. However, uh, we don't we, we don't really get them in. That, that doesn't mean that we don't need to consume them at all. Um, it, our, does, our body does produce them naturally, but we um, we need more than than our body produces. So, yes, it's non essential, but it's it's essential in the sense that we still need to need to consume it. And what what is uh, interesting about these two amino acids is that vitamin C is is used up or, or needed to uh, to synthesize collagen. So uh, in the vital protein supplement, you'll see that there's vitamin C in there, and the reason for that is because it actually helps you know um, synthesize the collagen. So Aaron already kind of touched on how we use collagen, but basically it's what gives structure to fiber or it, it, get, it gives structure and fiber to like bones, tendons, cartilage, skin, teeth. Uh, it gives firmness to skin and, uh, and strengthens, you know, bones and connective tissue. And so you've probably also heard that, um, collagen production decreases with age. This is the reason why skin gets looser and, and more wrinkly as we age. Bones get more brittle, joints get stiffer. And, you know, as the body ages, it just produces less collagen. And then this is kind of the result of that. And there's there's just ordinary life that damages collagen, like excess UV exposure can damage collagen. If you eat a lot of like sugar and diet and high, high in processed foods, certain autoimmune conditions can affect your uh, collagen production. And so this is why that it's important to, to, to either get through our diet or to supplement. But what we want to answer here is like, does the supplementation or, or the consumption of foods containing collagen work? Like it's no question that collagen is a, a vital protein and it decreases with age, but does consuming collagen actually translate to more collagen in the skin, bones, and joints? And, uh, and that's what we're going to look at today. So I know collagen's found really primarily in like beauty products like hair skin and nail it's kind of stated to help those from a beauty perspective and then kind of from an athletic perspective is, is the other side of it and the other main reason for supplementing because there's you know associated benefits with bone joint and muscle repair so i guess between those two like the beauty side and the athletic side 
is it, I mean, what does like the evidence say? Like I, I've heard mixed things on this ever since like hearing about collagen. Um, I, so what did you find on, on what the actual evidence shows about whether this actually works and if it's worth supplementing for these two reasons? Yeah. The evidence for skin health is pretty solid, which is why you see it in a lot of beauty care products. The, uh, the most recent randomized control trial that I could find was in 2019. Um, they took 72 women, women, so sm small group and half took, uh, two and a half grams of, of collagen for 12 weeks and the other half just took a placebo and they measured skin hydration, elasticity, roughness, and density at the beginning at 12 weeks. And then at 12 weeks is when they stopped supplementing. And then they measured again at 16 weeks because they wanted to see if, if the collagen, if their, their skin retained any benefits from the collagen after four weeks of supplementation after, after stopping supplementation for four weeks. And the difference between the collagen group and the placebo group was statistically significant for all testing parameters. And those positive effects were substantially retained during the follow-up and there were no side effects at all. So, so at 12 weeks and at 16 weeks, those that took collagen had increased statistically significant increase in skin hydration, elasticity, roughness, and density. So this one, I mean, this was a, a well-conducted study. The collagen supplement really allowed for long-lasting um, and what they, they refer to as cosmetically relevant regeneration of the skin. Okay. And this was two and a half uh, grams of collagen, which I think if you're, your typical dose, uh, like on vital proteins, I think it says 20 grams, 10 to 20 grams uh, for mm -hmm. a serving. So that is a fairly, like I'm, I'm surprised because that's a fairly small serving of collagen. Yeah, no, it is. And they did, I forgot to mention, they did have vitamin C, which helps with the collagen mm -hmm. absorption. And one thing I, I should make clear is that this was oral consumption of collagen. This was not collagen applied to the skin directly. Mm -hmm. It was like some people do that, or you've heard like, if you apply, I don't know if you've heard, heard but egg whites, if you apply egg whites to your skin, apparently that can stiffen mm -hmm. it up because, because egg whites contain I believe glycine and proline. So yeah, so this is, this was an oral supplement of collagen. And then there was a, a study. I, I looked a little further back and found a study in 2008, very similar study, 2008 study with 60 women. They took 10, 10 grams for eight weeks. There was a 2012 study with 106 women that took 10 grams for 12 weeks. And here they measured skin moisture and collagen density in the skin. So they actually looked at the collagen in the skin at zero weeks, four weeks, and then at the end of the trial. So at, at eight weeks and 12 weeks, and it, it found that, um, their collagen density increased and their skin moisture, uh, increased, which are, you know, hallmark improved hallmarks of skin aging. So, so the combination of our understanding of, of how collagen works and the results of, of these randomized control trials, there, there were a few more. Those were those three were the ones that really caught my attention. There really is solid evidence for oral collagen supplementation on skin health. Seems to improve skin hydration, elasticity, roughness, um, density, all, all things that typically diminish with age. And this is why it's used a lot in anti-aging and beauty care skin products. Uh, quick question. So do you remember in the, in the study where they stopped taking it, did it, I know it was better than the people who were, who were taking the placebo, but from the time they stopped to four weeks later, was there a decrease in collagen or did it continue to maintain? 
That I don't know. I know it was okay. greater than at week zero. It was greater than when they started. I'm not sure if it, okay. if it decreased. I'll link in the in the show notes for those that want to take a look at that. Okay. I'm just interested to see like yeah, how long how long it stays in your system and if it's something that you need to like supplement consistently. But yeah. It seems to to maintain your system for at least at least a month. Right. Right. So then what about so it seems from like a beauty health perspective, it does it does have pretty solid benefits and it stands up to the claims. But what about for, from athletic perspective, like bone, joint, muscle health are, are things I've heard. And I personally used it for, for these things, but I'm interested if the, the evidence proves, uh, the claims here. Yeah. I, I've recently been hearing people give crap to give some crap to collagen saying that like, you know, the evidence isn't as great as people claim. Cause I mean, I've heard for years that collagen is great for bone and joint health. I've probably heard maybe, maybe it's just because I'm kind of in the fitness community, but I've heard more, more of that benefit than like the benefit of skin, skin health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, take collagen, you know, great. Or, you know, people that have joint pain, take collagen. It's great for your joints. And there's a little truth to both, I guess. So most human studies on collagen and joint health relate to people with joint disorders, like osteoarthritis, which is a degenerative joint disease that um, that breaks down the bone and cartilage um, in your joints. So that's like most of the studies were on on people with that condition. Like in 2015, mm -hmm. there was a randomized controlled trial of 30 people, again, small study with knee osteoarthritis, and they took 10 grams orally for 13 weeks. And they measured pain, stiffness, function and just overall quality of life. And all of all of those things improved over the course of 13 weeks, while the while the placebo group remain unchanged. Um, so what they said is that uh, the collagen peptides are a potential therapeutic agent as nutritional supplements for the management of osteoarthritis and maintenance of joint joint health. A couple things to note with this study: it was small and it did not measure like actual collagen in the joints, and it was. The, the way that they measured like stiffness, pain and function were subjective measures. They were, I mean, basically like surveys that they took while they were taking this supplement. Now they were, it was blind. So like they didn't know if they were taking the collagen or the placebo. So th I mean, there was something to that, not to say that, you know, you, you just to disregard it, but it was subject, it was a subjective measure of pain. Now there was one done in, I think one of the, one of the only ones I was able to find that looked at just like the general population. There was a study done in 2008 that took 147 athletes, gave them 10 grams of collagen or orally for 24 weeks. And they, they also measured joint pain at rest, um, joint, the their joint pain while walking, while standing, while carrying objects and while lifting. And all of those things showed statistically significant improvement over the course of 24 weeks. But again, these are subjective pain measures. There was no, they didn't, they didn't look at like increased collagen density in the joints, not to say that we should disregard that, but, um, you know, they are controlled. So there is something here, but I think we need some more comprehensive trials on this. Um, and, and they, they concluded saying that despite the study's size and limitations, the results suggest that athletes consuming collagen can reduce parameters such as pain that have negative impact on athletic performance. So all of these athletes that took it seem to notice a, a pretty, 
um, significant improvement in the way that their joints felt. And one of the great things about this um, in all these studies is there are no side effects. Like the biggest side effect was unpleasant taste. Hmm. So, okay. um, yeah, so there doesn't seem to be like a danger here. There weren't people that were like vomiting or having an allergic reaction. It was just, you know, some people didn't like the taste of it. And then just the idea of like of how these are actually working, it's not it's not working as like a ibuprofen would like basically what's happening here is the bone or the joint kind of deteriorates over time or it tears or just strains somehow. And then when you consume collagen, basically just helps kind of repair that faster and, and help like the collagen produce faster in the joints and in the bone and heal it faster as a result, uh, lessening the pain. Yeah. And actually, they they did do a a mouse study where they looked at that. They mm-hmm. um, they they applied, or I don't know how they gave it to them orally. I believe it was an oral. I'm not sure how much um, they gave mice for. I don't know how long. I'm trying to. I got to pull up the study here. But they they actually found that it did the the oral consumption of collagen in mice uh, helped with collagen production in the joints they were looking at specifically like injured joints joints that had been deteriorated in these mice and Mm -hmm. the when they gave them collagen it seemed to repair those joints so that was a that was a mice study there was not something similar in in humans and i think this is why some people push back a little bit on collagen it's just i mean i i think it's great like these studies are, are kind of pointing in the right direction a lot of people have reported you know, feeling better, their joints feeling better with collagen. It makes sense from a science perspective. There's just not a ton of randomized controlled trials out there specifically for joint pain for, you know, just the general population. Uh, Just one thing I want to touch on here in terms of the amino, I mean, this is kind of a tangent. I I, I actually want to do a full episode on this, but glycine is the amino acid that's in, um, that makes up collagen and it's found in bone broth and connective tissue in, in animals. And then there's another amino acid that is found in muscle meats called methionine. And the problem that we have now, historically, our ancestors, when they ate the whole animal, they had a very healthy balance between glycine and methionine, between these two amino acids. Right now, the even for somebody that eats a whole food diet, generally, they're going to probably have excess methionine, which is found in muscle meats, where the glycine is found in the bones. And when you eat methionine, that actually uses up glycine. So if you're only eating muscle meat, that can cause problems. Um, You may actually have your collagen may deplete if you're only eating just straight up muscle meat, because in order to to digest that and to use it, your body needs to use up glycine, which you're not eating because you don't drink bone broth or take collagen. So basically, we need to replenish our glycine. And the best way to do that is eating nose to tail. Um, I mean, I know some people do like chewing on tendons and cartilage. I personally am not a fan of that. Um, but bone broth is probably one of the best ways to do that. Um, we'll probably do a full episode on that, but I just thought that was something worth noting on just the importance of, of eating nose to tail while we're talking about collagen. All right, let's hear a little bit about element and then we'll dive into our personal experience using collagen. Are low electrolytes ruining your life? Is your wife, Melinda, trying to divorce you? Do you need an extra boost of energy while you dim the sun with a dust cloud to slow down climate change? Were you friends with Jeffrey Epstein? 
then you need Element. The electrolyte drink mix formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for people like you. You just mix one pack of Element with a bottle of water and you're all set. It has the adequate uh, amounts of sodium, potassium, and magnesium. It tastes amazing. And the best thing is there's no sugar, no sketchy ingredients. It's just pure electrolytes and some flavoring. You can check out their new watermelon flavor. That's my new personal favorite. $45 for uh, a month supply, or if you subscribe monthly, that's $39 per month. It's changed my workouts. I feel great. Uh, one thing to note that I pr probably should have been saying earlier is um, if you have high blood pressure, maybe just hold off on this or work on getting your blood pressure down before consuming this. But at that point, go to drinkelement.com. It's drinklmnt.com slash lab rats. So what is your personal experience with collagen? I know you drink, I think you drink quite a bit of bone broth or you guys make like a lot of different soups. Do you do just that? Like do you just eat it from the source or do you take like a collagen powder as well? I've gone back and forth over the years. I mean, lately I've been doing bone broth. Okay. So actually sometimes I'll put collagen in my bone broth. Mm. Just do you do like collagen or gelatin? It. Collagen. Like I tried, have you tried gelatin? <laughs> I haven't. No, it's nasty. No, yeah, for, those, it for those of you who, who don't know, uh, there's hydrolyzed collagen and then there's gelatin, which basically hydrolyzed collagen is like kind of broken down. So it just dissolves easily. It digests easily. Whereas gelatin collagen or just gelatin is not, it's basically partially hydrolyzed. So it, it does not break down very much. And it basically turns into like a jelly. Like, I don't think you can even mix it with cold water. You have to mix it with hot water. And when you do that, it turns in like, and it cools, it turns into this like jelly. It's really, that's, I mean, that's how they make jello. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so used pretty often for, uh, sorry. It's used pretty often like in, yeah, in cooking stuff for per cooking purposes. Yeah. I, I tried getting that cause they were just out of collagen and I threw that in my soup and it was just this like gooey mess and i couldn't even eat it so it's disgusting yeah it's it just that doesn't work well i mean you can use there's other uses for it like we said but yeah in terms of the collagen i try to get it in my bone broth um mm -hmm. yeah i mean honestly that's for the past year that's pretty much where i've been getting it what about you 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 use a supplement I have been on and off. Like I used vital proteins. I did just like 10 grams of vital proteins. I did that for probably like two years. And then I, I didn't, and then I got off of it and I didn't really notice like anything different in terms of skin, joint, uh, tendon, like in terms of any of those, I didn't really see or feel any difference like going on it or coming off of it. Mm -hmm. And then I started again, like two months ago, <clears throat> just experimenting just to try things out and see how I feel. And again, I've been on it for like two months and I, I personally don't feel anything, but I'm somebody, again, I'm, I'm younger. So I, my skin is still not deteriorating at this point. And my, uh, my joints are like, I feel like my joints are in fairly good shape. So maybe, um, yeah, that's, so that's for me personally, I don't feel a difference, but I think if, if you do have more wear on your joints, maybe it will feel better, but um, I don't know. I, I think I'll probably stop supplementing because I do consume a lot of bone broth. We do have quite a bit of soups with, with bone broth, which has a lot of collagen. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my experience with it. I, I have a hard time personally noticing anything, but at the same time, it's not like there's anything, uh, that it would need to fix. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I just don't, I, when I take it, I don't notice a significant improvement in my joints. Mm -hmm. Not that I have a ton of joint problems. Like, I, I mean, I've talked about, actually I've talked about my injuries on here before, but like my knee is not a, a joint problem. It's this like inflamed little thing mm -hmm. in my knee. Yeah. Um, but I, like I got an MRI a year ago and for, for my knee when I was trying to diagnose that problem. And he said like, your knees actually like look healthy. He's like, you have good cartilage. Hmm. Like it's not, it's not worn okay. down, which I was expecting with my diving days, just running and CrossFit and all the exercise. I figured he'd be like, okay, your knees are in rough shape, but he said, your knees look healthy. So hmm. who, who knows? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just cause I'm still young, but, yeah. um, or, or maybe it's cause you know, the collagen is, is preventing the breakdown, but I've, I've heard of a lot of people have had success with it. So yeah, kind of just depends. I do. I, well, I, I mean, what story? Go ahead. I was going to say, I have, I have one story with, with how I use it because I mean, I, I mentioned on here, like over a year ago, I, I jacked up my wrist and it was a called a TFCC tear, which is cartilage. It's a type of cartilage in your wrist and that tour. And, um, my, I went to the doctor and they were going to have, like do surgery. They were going to basically cut my bone, like cut a piece of my bone out, shrink, actually shrink my forearm to allow pressure off that area so it could heal. Wow. And I'm like, that's, I really like, that was my last resort. I did not want to do that. So I did tons of like research on like, how can you hear it, heal this thing naturally? And I'm, I didn't find really anything too great. So I'm like, you know what? It's a, it's, it's cartilage. Like, let me just try to like jack up with collagen for a few months and see what happens. So I took type one and three, like a type one and three blend. And I also took type two because type two collagens like specifically for cartilage. Um, so I was taking like fairly high doses of both of those for probably six months and it eventually did heal. Uh, I'm not saying that's wow. what it was. I, I still do have a little bit of pain, um, but it did heal and I did not have to do surgery. So I don't know if that helped it. Maybe it would have healed anyway. Um, but that was just an interesting tidbit. So I don't okay. know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, even if like you don't want to take a collagen supplement, I mean, I think even just balancing out your methionine with glycine mm -hmm. through some bone broth, or, I mean, you know, you could do that through collagen as well. Um, but again, it's just part of a nose to tail diet, um, that, you know, is, is how, how I think we were meant to eat. So, right. I don't know. I mean, when you're looking at it, like. I guess for people listening, you know, should they supplement? I mean, how, how would you approach this? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think first I'd say just to make sure that you have an appropriate ratio of glycine to methionine. Like that's, if, if you're somebody who just eats like chicken breast or, you know, a steak and you're not eating that cartilage on it or not eating anything else, but just muscle meat, like you probably need a little bit of collagen. Um, so for people who just don't consume those types of foods, um, or don't have any bone broth, like maybe it's a good thing to supplement and kind of balance that out. Um, for other people, I think obviously these studies have shown some very good improvements with people with arthritis. I think that's a great first step with people who are, are dealing with arthritis or just general joint pain from day-to-day -day activity or from maybe it's from athletic activities. If you just have some type of chronic joint pain, like there, there's no downside to trying this. It, it really, yeah. you only have benefits from this. You know, it, it is a little pricey, so there is that. But other than that, it is a great first step. 
um, at the bare minimum, you're getting, you're getting protein. Like if it does not help these other things, these other pains, you're still getting, it's still a great source of just of protein in general. So I think those, like, I guess that would be the main uh, situation where I think people should supplement, um, I guess for beauty reasons, if, if you want to prevent, you know, skin from deteriorating over time or, or nails and hair, like it's a good for longevity there. So, I mean, I think it's can help people with maintenance over time or people who just have chronic pain. It's a great first step to try. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I mean, other than the price, I can't really think of a downside. I mean, you can taste it a little bit if you put it in like coffee. I can't taste it at all. If I put it in soup, which if I put it in soup, I'm basically mm -hmm. like doubling up on collagen, but like bone broth is right. good. You can, um, if you're interested in like a bone broth, recipe actually i think we have it on our stories our instagram stories i've made bone broth several times so you can go see how to do it there it's a pretty easy process and it tastes tastes good you can make a lot of soups out of it um yeah i mean there's really there's really, i can't think of a downside to it yeah yeah there's a few different places that we've mentioned you can get this so like the just in terms of supplement form it would be collagen peptides like this is like the powder form of it um, if you're going to get like this, if you're going to get a collagen supplement, make sure it does have vitamin C with it or take vitamin C in addition to this, like vital proteins is a, a very good brand and a very, I guess, clean brand and, and theirs has vitamin C with it. Another clean collagen is great lakes. Theirs does not have vitamin C with it, but you could just take a vitamin C supplement, um, before taking mm -hmm. this and that would be helpful. Um, you can also get it through gelatin, like we mentioned, though, I doubt anybody will do that. And then in terms of, there's, you can also get it from like an animal source or, a, a like sea, uh, sea life, yeah. marine life, marine collagen, uh, the, the skin and scales of fish have, are, are a great source of collagen. Again, most people don't want to eat that. So you can actually buy like a, a marine collagen supplement, or maybe you do enjoy eating the, uh, the skin with your fish. Like that's lots of good nutrients there. If you're, if you're into that, but um, typical like animal collagen, bone broth, or yeah, if you want to like gnaw on the tendons or cartilage, like that's a good place to get it or bone marrow. But I think the easiest and the, the tastiest way to get it in a natural diet would be just through, through bone broth and through soups made with bone broth. Yeah. Um, Thrive Market also has a pretty good collagen. I feel like it's cheaper than vital proteins. I can't remember the price off the top, top of my head, but Thrive Market is like an online health food store. I think they're all digital, all online. So check that out, Thrive. We don't have any discount codes, but that's where that's where I sometimes get my collagen. Nice. All right. Anything else? Um, I guess like in terms of how much, um, in terms of like how to balance, I guess just a general recommendation is like one to two grams of collagen for every 10 gra grams of non-collagen protein. So let's say, you know, make it easy. If you're trying to consume hundred grams of protein a day. It would be good to aim for 10 to 20 grams of collagen a day. That would be a good, that would help balance the glycine and the methionine. Um, again, the non-collagen protein is you're going to get all that from wherever you get your protein from, but like muscle meat, that'll have a lot of methionine in it where the collagen will have glycine in it. And again, one to two grams of collagen for every 10 grams of non-collagen protein is a good balance. Okay. 
I did see, I came across on Vital Proteins, their website. Now, I did not look into where this, how they got this data, but they actually have something called a, a collagen calculator. And it has some type of like trademark analytics to it that based upon your, like your goal, your height, your weight, your weight, it determines how much collagen you should consume in a day. So like I put in for me, like athletic performance was my goal. And then my height and weight or my height and I think it's height, uh, yeah, height weight, weight and or age. age and weight and age. Okay. For me, it, it said like 40 to 50 grams of collagen. Okay. Yeah, um, I just did it is, and it says 40 to 60. Oh, dang. Okay. So maybe they're trying to sell you collagen. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, that's maybe, I don't know, check that out. See where, where that puts you. Like that would be a lot of collagen for me, but I do, I do get quite a bit from bone broth, but I'd have to supplement quite a bit to hit that. But, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's ballpark close, but, or maybe they're just trying to sell you more collagen, but I thought yeah. that, was, that was the only place I found like something like that to give you an estimate. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. Cause I, I put in like 170 for my weight and I said that I consume a high protein diet. So that would be okay. about one to, right. Yeah. That'd be about one to two mm -hmm. grams of collagen or non-collagen. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, before we close out, we've got one more thing to uh, to sell you, and that is Health Hacked. Health Hacked is a health newsletter that we created. Now, this, this is completely free, though. You actually don't have to pay for it. But we had our first issue of this last week, and people loved it. It is a one-stop shop to get your health and fitness news. We basically scour the uh, health and news websites and articles we look through all the curated news feeds and we pick out really the ones that are only based on science and have just good value to them. Get rid of all the crap and we present that to you in a way that's easy to read, takes just a couple of minutes, and it's a great way to start your Friday morning. So sign up for that at healthhacked.com. That is hacked without the E. And just put your email in and you'll get one email a week. We won't spam you. We won't sell your information. Completely safe. And you'll get some great news out of it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And we try to make it lighthearted too. We put some like, you know, funny gifts in there and, you know, make it a little humorous. Um, so it's just, you know, not so, not so serious. I think we, we have a lot of that when we're browsing the, the news articles. And so we've tried to make it fun, informative. Uh, and yeah, I, we, we have a fun time putting it together and I think you have a fun time reading it. So check it out, healthhack.com. And yeah, once a week, you'll enjoy it. All right. I think that's all. Thank you guys for listening and hope you all have a great week.